Hey, Divine Dolls. Okay, I wanted to address something. Again, I'm kind of laughing at myself because once I decided to just use the app, it's there. I prefer to use my laptop. I know I've said it before, but it, since it's here and as soon as the thought comes to my mind, there's some things I say and I want to be able to unpackage them. Sometimes they fall into a chit chat and I'm touching on different areas. But I know one of the things that can probably trigger people is when I say, you know, things like, if you're a divine person, you shouldn't be fat, broke, and disgusted type of a thing. Um, I want to kind of give you some insight on why I'm going to say that with my whole entire chest. Um, because I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I'm currently in the process of getting myself back into better shape. Um, and so, but thinking about the process, the more, okay, so a lot of you guys know I went through a really deep, dark depression after my last breakup. Um, and in that time, I let myself go. And it's funny, like even just talking about it, like it almost makes me want to cry just thinking about what I came through. Um, you've heard some of the tears throughout the process, but there were times where I remember I would try to come on and just be, let you guys know I'm okay. I'm still working on my mental health, still trying to get my head together, but I was in a very low vibrational state. Um, still feeling sad, depressed, dejected, um, hopeless, um, but just felt beat up mentally and emotionally. And, and that, you know, when we talk about how your mindset, however you do one thing spills over into other things. And so we talk about, you know, when we say you should have a 720 credit score, that means you're paying your bills on time, that you're accountable. You take pride into that. It spills over into other areas. When you talk about, you know, how that um, young lady was disgusted with how he had the audacity, right? Because even when I think about it now, it's like the audacity for me, like you don't even have any shame to say like that house is broke and disgusted like you legit let the neighbors see that house in that dis deplorable condition with the broken windows i'm talking about bilal and sharif from the 90 day fiance thing where he was trying to test her to see if she um was just with him for his money and it's kind of like it's the audacity that you even let the house get into that condition is is should, things that should make you go, hmm, right? So what does this have to do? Because I can understand where some people can feel like maybe it's fat shaming. Listen, right now, if you saw me right now, I'm a good 20 pounds overweight, right? But I got there because in that period of time, I was low vibrational. And I have been driving home the point that when you don't value yourself, you know, um, you don't see your body as a temple, you don't see your mind as a temple. Um, you, you, you do take garbage in garbage out. And so a lot of the things and principles that I talk about, I'm very familiar with in terms of fitness and health and supplements, right? 
Um, but once I started to get to that place where I love myself and I care for myself and I I'm taking care of my temple. I pay attention to what I eat. I pay attention to what goes into my body. I pay attention to making sure that I'm getting back into physical condition. And that's why I say those things. Now, if anything, I hope I respectfully and gently trigger you. Um, if you are carrying extra weight, Think of, of just how you eat and think of supplements and think about um, longevity and think about quality of life and think about what it was that got you there. And the really the message is, is that you don't have to stay there, that you can be proactive, that you can make a difference. I think that when I say those things, like when I say that, you know, I also mentioned um you can't be, and I, I'm using extreme language, but it's like you can't be divine and be fat. You can't be divine and be broke. You can't be divine and whatever. Um, it's this whole idea that it's one thing if you are born poor. It's one thing if you are born um, into certain conditions, right? It's another thing if you die that way. It's another thing if you stay in that condition. And one of the things that I'm learning with my life is I'm not going to fight you to stay, you know, in a victim role. I'm not going to fight you to stay in a in po- in positions of poverty. I'm not going to fight you to say that I'm going to stay in, you know, that Ah, oh, this is gonna trigger some people, and 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 it probably would have triggered myself too. But like I said, I'm in the trenches there too. And I said like uh because uh, I'm not gonna stay and try to project onto you that it. Oh, this is gonna get me in trouble. But we will t- we'll talk about it. I'm not gonna say that you need to accept me, um, overweight. Um, there's nuances to this because I think that. Um, all of us are evolving and it's one thing to see somebody going to the gym and working out and taking their supplements and doing their beauty regimens and having it a lifestyle and the results will pay off. I mean, if you're kind of standoffish about how someone values their health, um, you can hold off for three months and see, okay, they're losing the weight. They're consistently eating their meals. They're consistently working out and six months down the road a year down the road right um maybe a little bit harsh i don't know if i'll leave this message up for very long maybe i might have a feeling as i'm saying this i might go to sleep and think of a gentler way to to address it i know we've been doing health oracles i've been talking about my supplements and how i'm drinking a gallon of water a day and how i'm doing anywhere between 5,000 and 10,000 steps a day, looking forward to getting back into the gym again, talking about um, yesterday, no wait, day before yesterday, I did water aerobics, so much fun, Um, um, I think that maybe if, if I, if, if I do keep this up and I do an addendum or re-record this, I do sympathize with people. I understand there are outliers, right? I think that 
my message is for that person that you are there there's people who have health conditions that they you know I have aunts that are on the heavier set side they're far gone like there's no coming back to save that or whatever but it's like I'm hoping that when I you know I think of fertile soil and I know that some of you are going to be in the outlayers and there's really nothing you can do about it and I'm not going to shame you for it and I don't want to shame or bash you for it but I think that those of you who um have the ability right and so then it's up to you to decide if it's a limiting belief or not I'm inviting you to be intentional about, you know, garbage in, garbage out. What are you eating? Um, are you really doing the self-care? You know, are you really loving your temple? Um, I talk about how I like to consider myself an oracle. And I will get to the point where I'll take donations. And I may do a occasional reading or I may do like um, occasional consultations where I'll listen to people and kind of hear you out and dialogue with you and kind of have a discourse. Um, but my time right now is so scattered and limited. But I think um, when I think about my temple, I think that I would want to make sure when you come in that it's bright and airy and beautiful and inviting and there's incense going and you hear birds you know in the courtyard and um it's well manicured with beautiful flowers all around my temple but that means that there's a, a level of upkeep um i think that what i'm trying to to do is maybe it can come a little bit maybe i'm coming up across a little bit harsh um now that I'm thinking about it, but it's like, I really want you to, to think about new ways to be active. And, and again, I think it, the reason I'm saying this is because considering your body to be a temple is a high vibrational thought. Um, I want to also kind of clarify just a little bit and type some loose ends. We can't help if we are born attractive or ugly, but we can impact the things that are in our control are our finances and our weight, right? So you can choose to be healthy and you can choose to be wealthy. And those are the things that I, you know, I'm not going to be considered attractive to, to people. In fact, I talk about in my childhood, growing up as a black girl um, in a demographic where it's a lot of the preference is, you know, Hispanic or, or Asian, I'm not considered attractive where I live, where I grew up, but I try the best I can to maintain my wealth and my health, right? Um, so I think, am I, am I going to tell a lie right now? Because I love this journey because it allows me to kind of say things, but then I can check to see if I'm being consistent across the board. And if I'm not, um, I can choose to um, modify my behavior to be more in alignment with some of my current beliefs. But um, so I'm not going to say it, but that, that the thought that just went through my mind, 
I need to get more in alignment with that moving forward. Um, the thought that came to my mind is I was going to say I don't really bash people for being ugly, but I think that to me, I, I want to say I've been consistent about not bashing people for being ugly. I think where I'm going to bash you is where if you don't groom yourself, like it's one thing. I'm going to try to find examples, but it's one thing for you to be considered quote unquote not attractive, but to smell good and to be fit and to um, groom yourself, whether you're a man or a woman. I think that goes a long way with me. Um, I understand. I think another triggering statement that I've probably made, too, is when I've talked about how there are some women who don't really dress, quote unquote, feminine. But there was this woman I was listening to. She had a such a beautiful message. She was getting teary eyed and I was getting ter teary eyed. Um, but she said, you know, for me, luxury is comfort. She's like, I will spend money on luxury items like luxury PJs, but I won't. You, When you saw her, she was in a sweater and I love sweaters like and I love hats, too. They're kind of like a comfort space for me, too. Um, And she didn't have makeup. And I think part of what was so interesting to me is I remembered what I had said about women who just because you're not dating now you let yourself like let yourself go but when she said that I started to understand you know to her that is comfort and to her that is beauty and she brought it on another level too which is maybe you know what this is gonna end up being such a beautiful message and I probably will okay so she actually in that message in her explaining you know, why she didn't get herself dolled up. And I found it completely fascinating because I was looking at her like, girl, what? What do you mean? But she did such a beautiful job. If I could, I would probably go back in the history and, and find her video. But she talked about, you know, she said, I want to be um, loved for my soul. She's like, if you haven't, um, ascended to a level where you can see past my exterior and see to the heart of me and to the core of me, then I don't want that kind of love. And I get it. There's still a part of me that um, wants to say, you know, if you really are looking funky or some kind of way, I'm a passive vibe. Not, don't even come over and talk to me. Like, just keep it over there, right? could get myself in trouble but um it really helped me i just recently heard that message within the last 48 hours so it's something that is helping my soul to ascend to a more 5d understanding um but i i i'm not willing to compromise and say that i'm going to now entertain sloppy masculines and or even um feminines into my atmosphere if that kind of makes sense um i think and so this is gonna probably be triggering af but um because when i think of the word sloppy i think that for example with a woman you can be out in a sweatshirt i love a good sweatshirt um love a good like um 
cap. I love wearing caps um, and visors and shades. <laughs> but, um, it, it, and so I don't have to necessarily be wearing makeup um, and or lip gloss or anything. But I'm not going to be going out looking sloppy and disheveled and unkempt, if, if that makes sense. So, you know, some women are going to not really want to to get dolled up per se but i'm saying at least be clean and be the opposite of disheveled and be the opposite of unkempt and be the opposite of sloppy if that makes sense um and so then now we're not tying things to um to having to wear designer or to having to wear makeup or having to wear you know lashes and extensions and nails and whatnot i hope that that kind of makes sense um I think that I will continue to unpackage in my soul what it means to really see people at the core of who they are. And um, she is a, absolutely a beautiful soul. And like I said, it was one of those messages. She was pulling cards and it was so beautiful. I, I probably should just save it, but I really remembered everything she said in there. And she was talking about new love and for those who are single, like divine feminines, the type of divine masculine that you're going to meet and how, you know, um, it's going to be a beautiful type of love. A lot of the things that I've been saying now, she recorded this like four or six months ago. Right. Um, but I the timing that I'm getting this message when I'm becoming more open to love is kind of like um, it was so energetically beautiful. Um so, you know, I think that, again, I think that if it's going to be a high vibrational message and you're taking inventory of other people around you in terms of if they're quote unquote overweight or that type of thing, pay attention to the lifestyle, you know, um, and then, and then maybe in some ways, it's kind of like I'm saying it, I am judging, but not judging because, <clears throat> excuse me, I know some of you are going to be now watching every single meal that somebody eats and be like, oh, well, they're not high vibrational. They don't love themselves. They're not in the 5D. It's not really for you to judge one meal, you know, um, like if they go and have a cheese uh cheesecake factory lasagna thing now you're looking to see like okay are they consistently going to the gym are they losing weight are they taking their supplements are they drinking water and are they into fitness i don't know we'll we'll unpack this maybe this is one of those days and i have to be careful because i do believe we're in mercury retrograde <laughs> and um so not only is there a propensity for me to be saying some probably some stupid stuff or some triggering stuff but also um the way that you might be hearing it under mercury retrograde it might really trigger some of you guys um is there anything else i wanted to say about that mm, no I think um, I'm about to go to bed. And oh, it's eleven eleven! I love it. It's eleven eleven. <laughs> oh, um, I've got put out a lot of content today. Um, 
in some ways it's easier to do it from my phone but in some ways it's not because um on my laptop i i have ability to do more more like i can open up the section for you guys to leave comments and in i don't know it's half and half y'all know i kind of don't really like the app thing yeah i'm probably gonna complain about it a couple more times and then stop <laughs> but um yeah divine feminine bashing fat people i don't know so let's let's close it out with this i think that I was reminded as I was saying this message to still see people for the core of who they are. But I want to encourage you. I think that when I say we're divine, I'm trying to also push and pro provoke what we think about divine. And I really want us to hold those standards. And um, I've done it when I talk about the divine masculine, you know. I have a disdain. Did y'all hear my 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 shoulder pop? Y'all, I'm getting old. Did you hear that pop? That was my shoulder. And it hurts. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that shit hurt. Anyways. It does hurt, y'all. I'm not even playing you. It hurts. Okay, let me keep pushing through this. Um, I just um and got distracted, but I think what I was trying to say is I want us to when when I think about the divine masculine, you, you're gonna tell me, you know, a lot of readers will be like, "Oh, your divine masculine is in a third party situation. He's creating broken homes. He doesn't give a af about you." Um. He, you know, is ghosting you, breadcoming you, um, whatever. That's not even, in my opinion, a divine masculine, right? I'm challenging what we mean when we say divine. To me, divine means that there's a standard. To me, divine means it's, it's high caliber. That's, you know, and, and so I'm allowing myself to be offended when you say that a 3D vibra vibrational man who is toxic is divine, I don't think so. Um, I'm going to push you and say, you can't say that you're, I'm going to, you know, again, I'm here to push boundaries. You can't call yourself a divine feminine and be broke as hell. Like, where, how? That's a no go for me, because if you're manifesting and you consider yourself to be a high vibrational person, I don't care if you um, are, quote unquote, not materialistic. It still has to, to spill over into your life in other ways to where you are self-sufficient. You know, if you're a divine feminine or divine masculine you should be manifesting to a lifestyle where you're self-sufficient, where you can pr provide for those around you, whether it's nurturing as a woman or whether you're providing as a masculine. And so I'm going to really be irritable if you're a divine feminine and you're saying that you are divine feminine and you're complaining about being able to pay your rent 
And instead of you trying to manifest more wealth, you're going to try to bash people and stay in that 30,000 category and stay in that 40,000 category, if that makes sense to, to you. Um, and so now I'm pushing the boundaries and saying like, how are you going to consider yourself a divine person if you are not taking care of your health, if you are not taking care of your body like a temple? And it's funny because when I talk about me being a, uh, you know, an oracle in my temple and inviting people into my space, I probably would be, you know what, I would be that oracle that for you to come to my um to even breathe my air, boo, okay, I would probably have some really like the spa resort that I go to. It has lots of pools and like um, baths and um, different like it has. I won't go into all of the, the stuff, but I probably would have you go through a cleansing ritual. And I'm pretty sure the guard or the attendee would be like, girl. If you want a really good oracle, wear this oud oil, wear this fragrance, almost like um, when you think about um, the altars for the goddesses, you know, for when you think about like Lakshmi or um, Oshun or the goddess Tati, the goddess of pleasure. And you put different things on their altar, like money and food and jewelry. I'm already going to like, listen, a thousand years from now when they're listening to this podcast, podcast and you see me as oracle whatever uh uh right as this oracle that you go back to and and I have my card and y'all will be shuffling the card and I come out it's like when you come to this goddess you have to go through this beautiful paradise of cleansing waters and cleansing ritual to present yourself and to groom yourself and to put on an oud oil now oud oil is expensive af play with your girl play with it go google oud oil um and you see how much authentic oud oil costs right it's not to be played with um and you would go and get some of that from the attendee and then you know, make sure your hair is done, you've washed yourself, nails clipped, dressed in your finest clothing, right? And come in and ask me for an oracle. Come and ask me for an oracle for an advice on something. Oh my gosh. And I, and you already know how I feel about like um divine masculines that that when they're really like in their swag and stuff. I love it. I love that kind of stuff. Let a divine masculine come to my temple with everything just right. And you want an oracle for me? Like what what can I what can I do for you, sir? Like you need some advice? I got you. This is this what you need to do. All right? For my divine feminines, I would be like, "Yes. I, it's given, boss bitch. Like hair done, nails done, skin flawless, you know, slim waist. I see you've been, you know, 
doing the spa treatments, getting the massages, getting all this stuff done. You've been taking care of yourself. Love the color combination on yourself. Love your bracelets. Love the jewelry. Love the fragrance you're wearing. Like, I don't know. Those are happy things. Those are happy places. I can't imagine anybody wanting to try to fight me and say like, now I insist on coming to you in just the grimiest, most deplorable conditions ever and i'm gonna insist on taking you into my grimy car and i'm gonna insist on taking you to my dilapidated house and i'm gonna insist that you love my um dad bod and i'm gonna insist that you know and it's like what they say it's like um you have to love yourself before other people can love you, right? And so you're going to insist that I love you in that state when you don't even love yourself, right? I know it's going to trigger some people, but it is what it is. And I, I think I feel a little bit more confident, like, saying some of this stuff, especially the way that it ended towards the end and kind of tying up some loose ends with it. Not really looking to offend people. I think that sometimes if I wanted to to give some fire, I will just be outright rude and be a witch. But um, I'm more so my intention is to trigger you into looking at. Okay, I consider myself to be divine feminine. I consider myself to be divine masculine. What does that mean in my health? What does it mean in my wealth? What does it mean in my um, what I'm putting to my mouth, um, what I'm eating, what I'm consuming, what I'm listening to, um, my spending habits, my income habits, right? Uh, so, um, we're about to wrap up here. I like to keep these at close to 30 minutes, but I don't want us to just go to, you know, say these things. I want it to mean something. If we're going to be divine, it's almost like being in the 1%, which means that you are set apart. That means that you're not like everyone else, right? So the majority are not taking care of their health. Majority are not taking care of their wealth. Majority are not um, concerned with legacy. Majority don't care about um, standards or principles, right? And at the end of the day, that's what it, where I want is like, if you're going to say you're a divine feminine or divine masculine, it needs to be evident. It needs to manifest. It needs to be um, tangible. Right. And I think that that mindset spills over into relationships, too. If you love me. If you need me. If you want me. Right. Say it, do it, be it. <laughs> right? Let's do it. Let's be it. I And I think that um, a little bit of this does stem from my upbringing because I'm coming out of a religion where I would see a lot of people fake the funk. You know, they say that they love people, but they treat women deplorably. They say that they love children, but they treat them deplorably. I've seen them um, forgive heinous acts, you know. Um, and so I don't want us to be walking anything fake or funky. I want us to really, you know, there should be something that sets you apart that when people look at you, it's like there's something different about you. 
right? And it it becomes a lifestyle, and um, it's something that we continue to evolve into. Evolve into. I think some people, um, and and we'll talk about this more. But I am getting sleepy, and I'm gonna go to bed. But some people like it's gonna be difficult for me to say that a divine masculine is just being out here reckless, destroying homes, like. Y'all, it, it, that really irritates me. You can hear me be aggravated when I describe that type of stuff and say that that's a divine masculine. Um, I think that, and and I understand that it, it's something more personal, but I'll share it. So I think that, to me, I would consider divine masculine someone who has like a business or is at the top of his game, um, may have a child or two might have come out of marriage, but I think that now it's peeling back the layers to see how they handled it. And if they're just leaving their children and their ex wreak, like, wreak havoc in their life and really made life miserable through the divorce process for his wife, or if he didn't marry that person, like, to me, it's really hard to accept that that's a divine masculine, if that kind of makes sense. I think maybe let me just use myself as an example. I think that I'm still growing as a divine feminine. Um, I don't think I'm an ascended master yet. I think that maybe in three years, I will be at a much le- better level. Um, and so that means when you look at relation- my past relationships, I'm pretty sure if you ask them, you know, what was it like to date or I'm going to be a little bit messed up with myself because I think that we use the word date interchangeably with who you had sex with because dating is who is um, courting for marriage. And to me, I was more in thinking with that, but whatever, kind of just myself there. But um, if they were to say what the time that you were with her, like, you know, I'm pretty sure they would say certain things according to, and I think each person would say something different um, because I was evolving, right? My first boyfriend's going to say something completely different than my last boyfriend. Um, But, and so I wouldn't say that when I was dating them that I was a divine feminine at the time. Um, I think I came into an understanding of what a divine feminine is in my last relationship, but I'm more of a divine feminine now than I was at the time I was in a relationship with them, if that makes sense. So I understand there's some wiggle room and I understand there's some room for growth and I understand it's a state of a continuum of growth. Um, and so maybe this is me kind of judging people at different when they're, um, at different stages on that continuum. But in the process of me judging, um, I'm in the trenches with you, with you um, and analyzing myself and pushing myself to become a better version and um, hoping to do the same with you too. I probably will re-record this um, when when it comes to me and I will delete this one because 
this is going to hit whoever it needs to. But I think that the way that it started off, I could be a little bit more gentler. <laughs> and um, I think that um, people who may have heard me say that the comments, I just wanted to clarify what I meant when I said, you know, you cannot be divine and be fat. Um, but understanding that there's a continuum and and what that means for a lifestyle. So anyways... At this point, either you feel me or not, um, but you're always welcome to come back and and um, continue to grow with me. I guarantee you, I'm not going to be thinking the same way that I did today. If you come back in 365 days, I will be healthier. I will be wealthier. I'm on the cusp of having a twinkle in my eye, y'all. Like I am almost there. I'm starting to smile more starting to laugh more, um, starting to sleep better, um, starting to just get back to that place where I was, you know, um, of just being happy. And, um, yeah, so... And that's what I wish for for those of you too. And 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 out of that that state where I'm starting to to become happy, it's starting to overflow very much. You know, Queen of Cups energy, in the sense that it's like starting to spill over into other people, because it was to the point where I couldn't even take care of myself. To where now I'm taking care of myself. I'm loving on myself. I'm taking care of my temple. Um, I'm learning the principles of, um, well, not learning, but like utilizing and becoming, having more mastery of what it means to multiply my wealth. And now it's spilling over to where I can take care of my niece and I can do things with my parents, right? And that type of thing. And, and now it's starting to spill over and into other areas. And I think that that should be something you can also gauge um, get to the point where you love yourself and you're going to get to the point where you're filled with joy and inner peace and inner happiness to where it starts to bubble over and flow over into other areas and to the people around you. But you've got to take care of yourself first. Have to. Okay, because if you're trying to give out of your, a cup that hasn't even been filled for yourself, you're going to do yourself a huge disservice. Um and one of the things I'm paying attention to moving forward is if and when I get into another relationship, I have to give myself frequent checks and balances to make sure that I'm happy, that I'm fulfilled, that I'm not in chaser mode, that I'm keeping my cup full, and that I'm in a high vibration and allowing myself to walk away if that energy doesn't serve me, even if, you know... I might have gotten entangled or something. So, um, whereas before I think I was trying to just hold on through good and bad, through good times and bad times, knowing you can always count on me for sure. Nah, <laughs> no, those days are done. <laughs> those days are done, son. Um, all right, so sleepy, y'all. Um, as soon as I upload this i'm gonna fall asleep um 
Wishing you a happy Sunday. Looking forward to the week ahead. I guess at this point, I'm not really going to have music in the background. What it's going to come down to is me having a deck with me and um, and being able to record. And part of it is I haven't been home as much, too. So um, I, I will figure something out. But I know we need to get back on track with the readings of how rich people think, the science of getting rich, getting back to our money oracles, getting back to our food oracles. Um, and communication oracles. All right. Okay. All right. Until the next one. Peace. <laughs>